Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. What are the good things about dating? Like, what are what should you look for in a partner? What should you not look for in a partner? Like, what are what's healthy interactions? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like those are things mm-hmm. I didn't know, and it's something that I think is really valuable. In- Hi, guys! Welcome to another episode of Conversations Brewing. It's this is Friday for us when we're recording, so happy Friday, Divya! Happy Friday. We've made it through another week. Yay. Yeah, long week. Um, we're both drinking a coffee right now, and I feel like we haven't done this in a while. What kind of coffee are you drinking? Just a plain Jane iced coffee <laughs> with some um, coconut milk, like the coconut almond creamer from Trader Joe's. Have that in there, and I don't have any flavoring. I really just like only the coffee. What about you? Nice. Um, I'm drinking like an espresso coffee with almond milk. Oh, wow, look at us with our non-dairy milks and our (laughs) (laughs) stomach issues. It's really cold in Chicago today. I'm going to pull up my weather app because for our listeners who don't live in Chicago, lucky you, I'll tell you the weather. Currently, it's 12 degrees is the high. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. the feels like is three degrees. Ew. Hold on. Let me see what I'm at. Okay, it's 20 degrees here and the feels like is four it is unbearably yeah, cold. It's like really cold right now. I have um my workout class in like a little bit and I'm kind of just like dreading having oh, to Oh no, there. are you going to walk? Yeah, probably because then I have to figure out parking and I have to get street parking and then I'm going to be a pain to find parking so I'm like, "Oh, I'll just walk," but I'm kind of dreading it. Maybe I can get Raj to drive me, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude. But anyway, that's a problem for an hour from now. Yeah. Um, we're here today to talk about um, dating advice that we would give to our 16-year-old self. Yeah, so like get your time-traveling hat on, put it on. We're going back in time to when you were 16. I really am excited to reflect, excited and mortified um, to reflect on 16-year-old us, um, but... 16-year-old us was interesting I feel like when I think about that time well being in high school is so hard (laughs) I know we would like wake up every day and be like life is so hard what is that what is that um song that one that I just love that song um that I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare oh it's like from the simple plan or (laughs) 
Oh my god, I love her song. I love them and their songs. Like, <laughs> but that song I remember was like my anthem. I would just like love it, and I just I felt everything was horrible. You know, like raging teenage hormones, and none of us can regulate, and we think everyone's against us. <laughs> like, I know, and I feel like during that time I'm actually really grateful we were in high school when we were in high school because I can't imagine being in high school right now with so much more social media and so much more like like think like what you post online like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff like we barely had Instagram like we had Facebook and stuff but we didn't it wasn't as crazy as it is now so I can't even imagine for the 16 year olds out there right now I mean they look better than we did yeah, I always like see. I actually saw on my um for you page on I last night. It was like this. She was like sixteen or fifteen, whatever. She was getting ready for bat mitzvah, and she was literally like doing her makeup to get ready for with me. She was using like the Charlotte Tilbury flawless filter and like the Charlotte Tilbury um concealer and the rare beauty uh blush, like all the stuff that I'm like, I go to Sephora and buy with like my hard earned adult money. I'm like, how is that? Like what? She was like, I just had the best Sephora haul. I'm like, oh my God, remember we would go, we'd save money and I would, we'd buy like wet and wild at CVS. Remember that um eyeshadow palette from wet and wild? That, like that was like eggshell color. It was like pink and cream. And it was like a three, three um colors yeah those yes I used to use yours because I didn't have it (laughs) yeah that one was like OG and yeah so and it's so funny that you're talking about eyeshadow palette because um my like older sister had bought like the naked palette for the first time and the hold that eyeshadow palette had on me like I was like so mesmerized I know we were trying so hard and then like going so heavy on the bottom liner I wore so much bottom liner like oh my god but yeah that would be one thing it's not a dating advice I would tell my 16 year old self but I would be like girl lay off the the bottom liner like the and and you would just wear a lot of bottom liner but like no mascara so it wouldn't even out I would just wear a lot of bottom because like we'd like try to look natural without looking natural I think like that's what we're like trying to do like oh yeah like I'm not really wearing makeup no I'm just having a lot of bottom eyeliner but no makeup those were and the days. now Alex Earl comes around and does white liner and everyone's back on that one so Alex we- Earl has a chokehold on us and it's crazy how much I'm like in love with this 22 year old. <laughs> Dude, she's so cool. And it's honestly she's so cool. like, I love her authenticity. And that is just, that's the thing I think I, that has a chokehold over me is she is so fun and just does whatever she wants. And she's so, and she's so kind too. If you see how she talks to like her um, audience, she's so sweet. And like, mm. I mean, of course I don't, I don't know her personally. I would like yeah. love to hope that she is as sweet of a person as I'm perceiving her to be online. But from mm. what I'm perceiving, she like is very grounded. And every time she's like doing her makeup and going to an event, she's like, you guys, I can't believe this is real. Like, I, why did they invite me? Like, this is so weird. I don't know why I'm getting invited to things. And she just has like this imposter syndrome, like the rest of us. And I just find her so relatable. I know. And there's something about like her get ready with me's that like I'm just so invested in. Like yeah. she'll like get ready with me to go to class or something. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's let's hear it. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Going to class? What class today? Girl? You know? But yeah. I don't know. Also, like for like I think when we were like a little bit younger too, like we were really into like the YouTube makeup artists, like, you know, yeah. um, 
there's so many of them, but like, and now they're like much older. So it's funny how like, um, the generation has changed. It's like, not like the YouTube, um, makeup artists now, but it's like the TikTok makeup artists Mm -hmm. and they like just sit and talk to you on camera. I know it's so cool. So, I mean, yeah, she's awesome, but Okay, so I guess going back. I was like, "Um, how can I bring this back? I wonder how she would talk to her (laughs) 16-year-old But overall, we're doing a blast from the past and thinking about what we would talk to our 16-year-old selves about dating. Now, keep in mind, Ravish and I were very different in terms of our high school dating, love lives, what, what we wanted in relationships in high school. So you'll have a, like, unique perspective of two different people and maybe you'll align with one of us maybe mixes maybe both I don't know but I think it's cool to have different perspectives yeah that I'm glad you brought that up we were really different in that way but then also had each other's back like so hard like Mm -hmm. no one could mess with Divya or like Divya wouldn't let anyone mess with me like it like our, our like I'm just like smiling to myself right now thinking about like how much um we kind of took care of one another in a way and like we protected each other in a way that we didn't know that we needed to be protected exactly that's a really good way of saying it is we really did like take care of each other and protecting each other and took care of each other's hearts and in a way that I don't know a lot of people had when they were just like figuring love out how would you describe yourself as a 16 year old dating Divya just like clueless like literally that's like the main word I can think is like yeah to the core it's just like I think we also have this unique element of just like what dating is at least for us like in our homes and cultures is it was like oh don't date Mm -hmm. don't talk about it we didn't know like what to look for in a partner what we should do like it wasn't as openly discussed it wasn't Mm -hmm. normalized so honestly like clueless like that I would be like oh I want to I'm I'm attracted to this person I like them I want to date them but like how do I date them how do I get their attention so Mm -hmm. you know we just like don't know what we're doing you're just like texting them going to them in the hallway like trying to talk to them a hundred times and they might totally not be interested but you don't know what those cues are and you're just like it's just so like literally I can't think of a word other than like clueless I know and the only examples we really had of dating culture was what we saw on tv and Mm -hmm. that's not realistic either and then the people around us but they were just as clueless as we were yeah like they all our parents I mean for background both of our parents all had like arranged marriages the culture is very different around their relationship so Mm -hmm. we didn't know what that looks like to date and try to find a life partner or I mean not like we were looking for I was looking for a life partner at 16 I didn't know what the heck I was looking for but you know we didn't know that process exactly and so when it did come time to when we would like talk to guys and stuff I think we really had no idea what we were doing Mm -hmm. and I think like we're emphasizing that because there's when you don't know what you're doing like there's just like you have no idea like what's gonna happen and like how things like I don't know like the events that unfold I guess yeah and you don't know how to handle it like you don't really know what you're getting yourself into like For example, now I have the awareness that, okay, I respond or act in this kind of way. I 
I'm using Roger as an example because obviously I'm married to him, but like he will respond like this, right? Or like I can kind of have a sense of like any guy right now, like, oh, if I talk to them or ask them this, they might respond like this. We like didn't know that. That all came yeah. from learned experience. You're just like talking to someone. And I also didn't have a lot of like friends who were guys. Like now I talk to more guys in terms of just like, you know, you work and you had you you talk to them in like academic settings and mm-hmm. whatever, stuff like that. But I think then for me trying to interact with guys, I didn't even know like how that was. Like you're just clueless, literally. I can't. I used to like confused. Yeah. Um, I used to be so shy. Yeah. And like not say anything. I used to be like so talkative, right? And like say all these things. And then a guy would maybe like join our conversation and like I would go mute, like silent. And it's funny because whoever guy she was talking to I would be like their best friend because I would yeah. just like talk to them a lot and be like like people would think that we were both dating them maybe they'd be like <laughs> what but like because yeah we were just like both besties with them yeah and it because like they'd be like oh like I would just be like di- like Divya's couple therapist which yeah. I had like no right being but I was I, I like, like Rodisha, what do I do with xyz it's like okay like yeah, like, I would, like, have conversations with, like, both parties and then talk to one another about it and then, like, be, like, the neutral person in the conversation. It's kind of funny that I ended up being the therapist over here. I know. <laughs> you, you, you were you were destined since 15 years ago. Yeah, that's true. No, but she had the experience and she was like, you know what, I'm done with this. Like, no, no, no. I can't. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like, because you just don't know what you're doing. You're clueless. And, you know, you all, we needed a, I needed that. And for you, I guess, what was your experience of dating as a 16 year old? Yeah, I would agree with being clueless. And then I would, I guess this is what I, I wish I had advice like given to me when I was 16 year old, but like to just be like more confident in myself. Mm-hmm. I think like I used to like second guess like every single thing yeah. and like question it all the time. And, Divya can attest to this too but I'd be like I don't know like he said this like does that mean that he likes me or like he wants to hang out with me and like just always like not just feeling so unsure of myself and if I do have like a kid one day or like guy or girl like I feel like my number one advice to me is like be confident in who you are and like back that up like back up who you are like don't let anyone tell you otherwise because it's such a a weird age to be like 16 or like 17 you know dating because you are figuring out a lot of yourself out but then um like you still have character you still have a personality and like you should just like stay true to yourself exactly and you're like you're still growing and developing and you know you just need to take it day by day and step Mm -hmm. by step yeah so that's definitely good advice because I wouldn't because one when you're not confident you're not confident because we don't know what the heck we're doing so mm-hmm. I think it's important to like really that's something I want to do and I, I appreciated you bringing up like you have a child what you're gonna do because I definitely want to talk openly about dating but yeah. more so like what are the good things about dating like what are what should you look for in a partner what should you not look for in a partner like what are what's healthy interactions like I feel mm-hmm. like those are things mm-hmm. I didn't know and it's something that I think is really valuable in sharing with yeah. it because they don't they don't know either. Like we learned that. Like I learned how I want to be treated in a relationship, and now I make sure I strive to be treated that way in a relationship. But at that age, I didn't even know, and no one told me. 
Yeah, I know. And like, I just remember just being so passive yeah. about things. Like, I'll be like, not that like, you know, that like I let people like walk all over me or anything like that, but I just would be like, just, just let things go or like, you know, not like speak up for myself when I should have. And again, I think that comes back to like the confidence thing and just like not being sure of myself. And so yeah. I think like that is um, how like I'm sure like many other like 16 year olds can feel. And mm-hmm. so you just never want someone to like walk all over you. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, especially as women, I think that we're already so like societally, um, I can't even freaking think of the word Friday brain. Um, like the nor- like normalized to kind of put our needs aside and, you know, kind of not be as confident and like in that, like, I don't want to say submissive, but, you know, like not, not kind of putting these big parts out about ourselves. And so I think that that's something definitely for a daughter I would want to express be like mm-hmm. you to be confident, like no matter what your settings and, you know, you're also learning, like, just like you can make mistakes. So I think that's yeah. important. Um, yeah, of course, like no one is perfect and yeah. no one is expecting you to be perfect. And so like, it's okay if like, you know, you're making mistakes, you you know, you're learning as you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I didn't, we, Ravish and I didn't plan this and I'm going to throw this idea at her and we're going to see how she reacts. <laughs> so I say for doing this episode, let's do like a fun little hot seat for each other. We bounce back and forth. Like we're throwing it like a potato at each other. So I'm going to okay. throw at you and then you say your advice and then say a few words about it. I'll react and I say mine and then you say yours. So it's kind of like a little bit of a popcorn and we just go back and forth. Okay, sure. Let's see how this goes. And we can do it for the next eight hours. <laughs> all right let's do it you, you okay. start it though oh man oh well I came up with the idea so I yeah was but like you just threw that idea at me like I'm not prepared <laughs> we just talked about being confident okay we're still as clueless right now but anyways um okay advice I would tell my 16 year old self about dating one that you're not true you you don't you're not expecting too much for wanting to be like cared for and loved like I feel that we all want to just be loved or cared for when we are like naturally right but it's like at that age I feel like it comes it might have come off too much I didn't know how to like regulate that properly like oh I want attention so it's like throwing yourself at people or like screaming and throwing a tantrum but the bottom line of it is like okay you want to be cared for by someone and there's nothing wrong with that I wish that someone had said that more to me like it's okay that you want to be cared for you want to be loved but like here are ways to you know do that in a healthy way here's how to communicate that like that's what I wish I had but like what I would tell myself is that core is fine because I think for so long I felt like there was something wrong with me that I wanted to be like cared for you just had certain expectations that yeah you wanted met but just did not know how to like say that how to express that exactly yeah. and so when you're working with other 15 16 year old adolescents that don't know what the heck they're doing either it's just all of us feel crazy but anyway yeah Yeah. that's fine okay Okay. throwing the potato to you all right um listen to your friends and I say this because your friends at that time know you pretty well and so if even now I think this advice holds true but like your friends are like looking out for you I hope you know sometimes there's a bad seat out there you can't control that but 
your friends are looking out for you and they're giving you honest advice for a reason. So like, take that, like, take that in and don't just like dismiss them if they're like speaking to you out of a concern or like they feel like you're not doing something like that's best for you. Like listen to your friends, like they're going to have your back at the end of the day and like they're going to be the ones to pick up the pieces as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, back to you. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is to to fight fair. I feel like as teenagers, you don't know how to fight and you obviously have disagreements. And so you end up really just like hurting one another or saying things that are really mean to each other or going Mm -hmm. behind each other's back. And that's one, like, I think we need to be just like modeled healthy conflict, but also just like fighting fair, like having conflict, that's okay. Because it's just like, I think about arguments I had with like high school boyfriends and like, oh my gosh, they were so chaotic, like so explosive and chaotic. And it's just like, like just so many emotions fight. all at once. Yeah. It's like, you just don't know how to regulate your emotions. So some of it's like, yeah, developmental. There's only so much you can do, but at the same time, like fighting fair, I think is so important because it only creates, you know, disconnection, but yeah, I agree. That's that a good line. Time. Yeah. We didn't know that. Okay. Your turn. Um, put yourself first. I feel like sometimes it can be really easy, like, when you're that young that, like, I don't know, whoever you're dating, like, you want to make, you will do anything to, like, make them happy. Because, like, right, like, that's, that's what you think it means to be in a relationship. But, like, also, like, don't, like, don't forget about yourself. Don't forget, like, who you are and, like, what you need and expectations you have as well. Um, And you are the most important person that matters, too. Um, I love that. So putting yourself first is just like really important. That's such a good one. Yeah, because we like think that we have to like do what the other person wants and that makes a good relationship. But it's yeah. like you also need to know what you want and what makes you happy. Yeah. And I like also like remember like just not being like entirely myself sometimes because like I just was like thinking that that's not the that's not how I should be. Yeah. Like it's not what they want. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like so much of my high school dating was trying to, like, fit into what another person wanted me to be. Like, oh, this guy likes this, so let me do this. And it's like, you might have zero interest in that, but you're just acting like that. So I think it's so important to stay true to yourself. Yeah, and, like, who cares if you're a little bit, like, quirky or, like, you like certain things that, like, other people don't like? Like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter that much. Yeah. And honestly, like, that goes into my next one is that, like, a lot of people, like, like, he's, I was just going to be, like, he or she or whoever you're, you like, you, you're, like, in, you're crushing on is not that cool. Like, I think we put them in a, on a freaking pedestal. Like, they're the coolest people. And now I look back at some of the people I liked in high school like now and I'm like oh oh my gosh you weren't that cool like I I I literally thought they were the coolest people ever and I was just like this like person all the way down on the totem pole and they were so high like we like you know we like glorify these like our crushes at the time and think they're so amazing when they're just like human beings and they're normal it's like they're not that cool I don't think that any I would have liked as a 16 year old being told that but I think remembering that because then we put ourselves down and we're like, oh, my gosh, there's no way they're going to like me. Like, you're just as cool. cool, too, you know? Yeah, you're also freaking cool. Like, if you think they're cool, you're cool. If mm-hmm. it's just like you think you're not cool. So, yeah, definitely like 
they're not that cool. It's okay. We're all human and you're cool too. That's great. I'm glad you great said advice. that. <laughs> you're not cool. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of this goes back to like staying true to yourself. Yeah. And I, and I, I know it's so much easier said than done. I know that because like, I just think back to like, during that time, like when we were that age and like, you're just like always trying to figure out who you are and like, you know, like your social life matters in that kind of aspect as much as school does. Like, so does your social life in a way too. Like yeah. it really does shape who you are. Like a lot of those experiences that we have in high school, like we take into adulthood, like, you know, we think about those times, like, you know, Divi and I yeah. are constantly bringing up stuff that happened in high school and like how either tragic or funny it was because like it impacted us right totally. and so that's why like i even think we're doing this episode because like even like i'm sure not many 16 year olds are yeah. listening to this but like if you were 16 once you can like yeah. relate to how hard that was totally yeah exactly what's your next one let's do maybe we'll do each do two more okay um i so mine would be to like stop waiting around like ah like I used to do this a lot. <laughs> I'm laughing because like instead of me like confirming plans or like making sure like something was happening, I would just be like waiting around. Mm. And you know, like I don't know, like guys are sometimes dumb. I'm sorry, but like they forget or like they say one thing or like didn't like act on it and then as a girl you're holding on to like every last word that they say yeah and so like stop waiting around if yeah. you want to like go do something or like have plans like make sure they happen and like yeah. I, even now like it's like don't wait around like yeah. just do what you need to yeah. it's like we don't need to wait on other people do what makes you happy mm-hmm. um yeah i like that one I, i'm like trying to think I feel like all of them have been around trying staying true to yourself. So I'm wondering how to like think about one that is a little bit different. Um, it's okay to be heartbroken. Like it's okay oh. to be heartbroken. It's okay to have, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to scream into your pillow. Like that is okay. Um, I think that's one thing that when I have children and they're dating, I know they're going to have a heartbreak. It's like, so sad to see I'm sure I'm gonna like be so devastated I'll be calling Ravisha and like crying to her about my child's first heartbreak but it's like it's okay to be sad it's like such real feelings and I just think one of the first things adults always tell like teenagers who are heartbroken is like it's okay you'll find someone better like just you're you're a kid like it's fine get over it right when it's like that is a real heartbreak that is so sad it's like really a loss for a teenager and so I, I just would be like it's okay to cry it's okay to cry scream in your pillow want to sit in your room do whatever you need to to be heartbroken and that's fine and to normalize that that's so good that I feel like we should like leave or like that should be the last thing because I want to like build up build off on that yeah. as well let's talk about that one more I feel like it's so important like I'm so glad you said that because like going through like hard times or like hardships like it things happen for a reason and it's for mm-hmm. for you to grow as a person and i remember like i would constantly avoid that like mm-hmm. i would avoid like trying to get my heart broken right so instead mm-hmm. i would just be like 
very like whatever it's fine like i'm over it and then on the opposite end was like you who like felt your emotions yeah and you wore your heart on your sleeve and like there's like so nothing wrong with that and you know like like Divya and I have said, like we were so different and that was how, like she had her heart, heart on her sleeve and like she felt everything. And then I was on the other end where like, I would just be like, it's cool. Like I'm not bothered. Like I just had that I'm not bothered mentality all the time. Yeah. And it was because I was like just scared. Like I was just scared to be totally. like crushed or heartbroken, but there's like, like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And not being heartbroken and like when you're heartbroken that leads you toward having your heart like filled like mm-hmm. every time you're heartbroken you you have it filled in a different way whether it's by like a hobby you really love like a friend that's really there for you like a new passion like a new hobby you know like there's things that can fill your heart up um when it is broken and that's that's okay because when we don't let ourselves get heartbroken we don't let ourselves really feel and so yeah, yeah. and you of course it's like tragic for a week or maybe a couple days however long it takes you to I was gonna be like bro I think some of mine were like eight months yeah some of yours were pretty long but I didn't want to bring that up (laughs) I was like I was like a week like (laughs) yeah you're right it's a week is too short but it's like on the other side of it it's like there's a lot of good that comes out of it yeah and for anyone who's like going through a heartbreak right now I'm I'm sure that like hearing any of this is like oh no but I'm feeling it and I and feel it like seriously it takes different amounts of time and I think like heartbreak is like kind of similar I mean it's a grief like you're it's a loss and it's gonna come up worse some days and not as bad some other days I remember I would feel it really strongly some days and some days I'd be like I'm I'm new sadness is gone everything is fine and then the next day I'd like see a happy couple at the grocery store and then be really depressed so you know it's just like <laughs> yeah and like <laughs> it's it's so funny because like I would always be telling Debbie I was like I don't understand why you feel like it's the end of the world like you're fine like everything's gonna be great and like was I a little harsh towards her? Of course I was. Cause you know, I had that like, I don't care mentality, but like, I feel like I, I needed to say that to you for a reason because like you did take things like just so deeply. And then like, I needed you to like, tell me to like feel the emotions because like, I just like acted like I didn't care. Yeah. You acted like you didn't give a crap, but I'm like, does this girl like not like people? Like she'd be like, um, it's fine. Like it's, it's okay. Like, oh my God. I used to say it's fine. I would all be like, the time. are you like, um, okay, Missy. Like, but the thing is, I, this is why you need like balance I think because yeah. I would be like um okay it, it's like not it's not clearly but then like you know there have been times like you, you really like someone and then things would get bad or so you'd get they it would end and we should be like everything yeah it, it, it's like fine and I'd be like it's okay like you can be sad and then she'd like be sad and break down maybe and I'd be like there we go it would yeah it would take me a couple of days because she would like kind of like do check-ins and be like it's it's okay like you know like it's it's not fine what happened like you don't have to act like it and be like oh my god I'm not I'm not emotional like about this and then like a switch would flip yeah and I'd be like oop there and then we used to go (laughs) driving around listening to Taylor Swift like blasting the red album oh my gosh she at the top of our lungs yeah and like 
singing every song, especially oh, all too well. Yeah. She like really normalized being able to have heartbreaks. And honestly, I think that's why I I mean, I love her for so many reasons, but she was real. She's authentic. She like, like lets, lets people feel. And I feel like those are things that I'm really going to be sensitive or I want to. And that's the thing even like I'll talk to Raj about when, when it's actually really sweet. Like now he's a lot better with when people talk about his, their feelings or like, I'm doing this or I'm feeling this way. He'll be like, oh, that's okay. Or that must be hard. It's okay to feel upset. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of myself. Like before he'd say things like, it's fine. Like, don't feel that way. And I'm like, yeah, oh, this is why we say this. And now he just is very in tune. So I'm like, I'm to the point that I'm like, okay, like, I, cause I want a parent like that. So I'm like, okay, good. Like he'll say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's so important. I think that's yeah. what we talked about too, that like, there was like, just not the conversation that we were having with our parents then. Yeah. I mean, it just wasn't like as normalized. And so like, I'm glad now that it's becoming more like that. And yeah. when we do have kids, like we kind of know like what to do or say a little exactly. bit. Like at least what we wish that was said to us. So yeah. Yeah. I hope that with this, you all can kind of reflect on one. What did your 16, 15, whatever age you want to, to tune into self what what were they like? What were they and and what would you say to them? And also just like normalize all the tough parts about being a teenager. Like it was not an easy time, but kind of I don't know. I feel like this is kind of like healing to think about like what I wish I was told at sixteen. Yeah, and I feel like for us too, it was a little fun to reminisce a little bit <laughs> on those times. <laughs> such good times but now we're now we're in thank god for the places we're in now I'm like I don't know if I could have done any more of the emotional up and down with the relationships now I'm like but you know what I think all that is what led me to where I am now because the thing is like you have to have heartbreak and have to have like to know what you want otherwise I think that that all every relationship that now I'm like oh yeah yeah maybe it felt like in moments chaotic it always like okay this is what I want in a relationship this is what I don't want I didn't like when he did this I didn't like when I was treated this way and now I feel like I can verbalize that so it's like nice to see things come together and even for you when you're talking about like struggling to be open and like kind of play off cool girl you're like you recognize now ways that that hasn't benefited and you I see you do the opposite like I Mm -hmm. literally see when you are in situations or talking about someone or like responding to a guy that you're interested in like you don't play that anymore so it's kind of cool to see us evolve we're growing oh yeah that's just what we're doing and so I I know all of you are too so to celebrate your growth yeah so thanks guys for tuning in to another episode if anything I hope you like laughed to yourself a little bit listening to this all right well i will i i hate ending i don't i'm so bad at it i was gonna say i hope you all have a good weekend then i'm like wait we're recording it's gonna be the weekend but it's not that weekend for them you know what i'm gonna google how to end a podcast episode and you all will hear my my ending next week and let me know if it's better (laughs) all right we can make sure to give divya some feedback (laughs) yes please thank you so much give me a rating give me a grade and like help me out here Okay, bye, bye guys. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. 
If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week.